Hello, and welcome to CM Conversations. I'm today's host, Joe Bacali. My role here at CM Life Science is to specialise in the recruitment for the scientific instrumentation and food science markets across the globe. In this episode of CM Conversations, I talk to Thierry Fai, Marketing Director at Schauenberg Analytics, made up of Marks International and Sepsol's Analytical. In my conversation with Thierry, we discuss what it's really like starting a new job during a pandemic and about how he adapted his leadership style to help his team thrive throughout such challenging times. Whether it's yourself who is starting a new job or you would just like to have a better understanding of what the leaders at your business might actually be going through, I think there is something for everyone to take from this. So here it is. I hope you enjoy listening. Hi Thierry, thanks for agreeing to be here. First things first, why don't you introduce yourself to everybody and tell us a little bit about your background. Absolutely, um, thank you Joe and hi everyone. I'm Thierry Fai, I'm currently the, the Group Marketing Director at Schoenberg Analytics. And that group is formed around uh, Marks International and Salesforce Analytical companies. And so as such, we can say we're part of the uh, so-called um, analytical testing industry. I joined in, uh, in March, 2020. Uh, just at the start of the pandemic. Fantastic. And you actually joined um, at a very interesting time, didn't you, Thierry? You, I think there was a couple of weeks um, after you started is that Europe went into what we might call a, a, a lockdown. So, so tell me, what exactly is it like starting a job in a pandemic and through your experience of leaving your previous job to actually starting your current post? Yeah. Very good questions. Um, it's been very, um, very challenging and very exciting at the same times. And for us, I can give a little bit of context uh, to the situation. Um, I usually see challenges as an opportunity for learning, doing, and sometimes excelling uh, when there is the opportunity for for it. And as an example, in the uh, in my last, um, you know, large responsibility in my previous company, I had to set up that complete new um, solution center. Um, Overseas in Singapore, uh, meaning very different way of working together. As um, as you know, Joe, uh, business units are usually very siloed, focused on their own PNL, in the, and there it was all about working together. Um, and that was really a, a big challenge for me and, and the group. Actually, we created that um, complete new organization, and I love doing this. Frankly speaking, find and recruit talents. Uh, in Singapore has been such a great um, learning experience for me. I was really fortunate uh, to begin this year's project uh, with you know, friends and colleagues from all over the places, India, Singapore, and USA, name them. So what I would say that I used to be walking through challenges. I think I've earned some trust and respect in completing such projects successfully in the past. And you know what happened in March last year that I joined my current fast-growing company, um, with a headquarter located in the UK, whilst I am based in France uh, near Paris. So literally, I spent two weeks with the team before the first lockdown. <laughs> uh, so that was a, a very interesting moment um, for all of us, um, actually. And so what I can say is that my executive management made that transition really smooth. Uh, the company culture, I would say, is paramount to your success in just case. So watch for it. It needs to be extremely open, truly agile. Um, the thing that I can see as well on top of that is that they already started to use these um, modern communication tools. 
Um, and um, it's, it's been really um, good to see that actually the pandemic accelerated the adoption for everybody of that, what we would call today is our, you know, digital collaboration workspace, you see, so uh, yeah, it's been, it's been challenging, but it's been rewarding as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you talk about after two weeks of jo joining your current organization, um, that we obviously went into a lockdown. Was that something that you anticipated happening after two weeks? I think it was inevitable, but did you think you would have longer to integrate before you were you had to reside at home in Paris? Absolutely not, Joe. That's not something that I was prepared for. Uh, obviously, we're watching news, um, so we, we were aware of the situations, but it's... Um, it's been a significant challenge, but um, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm one that uh, likes to be a challenge. Uh, and I think the other points that I want to share is that I really transition as well uh, from this large to company to a medium-sized company. Um, and it's been really, um, uh, for me, um, uh, another challenge. <clears throat> and I take it as a very positive experience. It's actually um, uh, one year after now in the job. It, it, I can say it works very well for me, because I think I can excel in this um, sort of fast-paced environment, but certainly you have to accept uh, more work, much more detailed work actually, which isn't really an issue for me, quite the opposite, I would say. So uh, all in all, you know, very positive about it. Um, and I would encourage um, anyone to make that step forward. Yeah, I mean, one thing that I think is very unique here, Thierry, I would imagine that the idea of your strategy coming into the job would have been completely different to what it actually turned out to be because you had to adapt to everybody working from home across various different countries. How easy was it for you to adapt your strategy coming into the business once you realized that, hey, we're all going to have to work from home now, this is going to be different to how I actually imagined? It was um, it was actually um, uh, not not so easy uh, to to uh, adapt the uh, the strategy I would say because obviously we're planning for uh, me spending um, two three days per week yeah. at the headquarters and we had to switch dramatically our strategies to basically uh, focus on the most critical business areas and let go of the others. So really, what we've done is uh, is a significant business prioritization with my management team. And I, I, I would say the biggest effort that I had to produce is in the coordination of the activities as a marketing director. Um, and that was really the, the biggest challenge, uh, of course, not knowing the team yet, not being so intimate with the team. That was something that uh, took me a, a while to go through. It's a lot of conversations, a lot of negotiations, a lot of um, you know, buying process with different stakeholders. Um, yeah, that created some challenges. Uh, but I can say today I'm very happy and I believe the team is very happy about me as well. And so we have accomplished a number of things that, um, if you think about it, are really, um, really difficult to do uh, during the pandemic, right? We've been going through that uh, major business transformation. Um, you had to do a, a brand repositioning with a lot of uh, stakeholders, deliverables, um, and this during the pandemic, right? While being so geographically, geographically um, you know, distributed, I would say. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the thing that amazes me actually from your first year in the position is 
how quickly you managed to have everybody on board with the same vision. Is there anything in particular that enabled you to actually bring all the individuals within the organization towards a collective goal with such drastic changes into the working conditions? Because that's probably something that is quite unique again to you actually starting a job during a pandemic because usually you would spend a lot of time traveling and so would a lot of your other colleagues. But to get them on board with the same vision without actually being able to have the routine of traveling, um, meeting each other in, in person, uh, bonding, and all the other things that go with that. How did, you, how did you get everybody so on board and quickly? Well, th- thanks for, um, uh, for the positive uh, message and inputs, Joe. Um, definitively, uh, this is something that we can say we're proud of. Uh, is that we achieved um, such um, you know a big project altogether? I, I don't think I have any secrets to share today. But um, in fact, you said it. I was a travel addict. I th- I thought I was actually, but in fact, I'm a people addict, Joe. And so what I've been doing is really spending a lot of time nurturing what I you know knew really truly motivates me. And that really became much more easier than to take on more complex projects such as the one that I described before about the brand repositioning. So it's, it's for me, it's about six foot project with great people, motivated teams, uh, especially in my positions, you always have challenges in between uh, business units, sales and marketing, you know, the famous handshake and mutual challenge that we should be striving for us and marketers, right? So it is talking, but much more than that, it's listening to the others. And one of the things that I've, I've actually um, learned and put in place uh, to achieve that is um, uh, clearly, you know, reserve much more time for this sort of free flow conversation. Because coming from that big company, joining a new company, um, you know what you do, right? In the first few months, you're taking notes. You're taking notes all the times uh, because you've got so much to, to learn and eat. Um, and in, in my position as well, it was really important to, um, um, to combine different opinions, uh, but then defining what a common success is and deliver it. That is and was you know, my mission. And so although I was super keen on having um, an agenda for all of my meetings, and I could have been very frustrated not to have one uh, because I don't want to waste people's time on that. I've I also quickly realized um, that it's it's really important to uh, not have an agenda, but to um, be more comfortable in discussing very different uh, topics. Leave the door open is really my policy. Um, so you can listen to others, make the right decisions, uh, facilitate that creative thinking that we really need uh, in this in this period uh, more than ever. Um, so this is really what I've done, right? Is it's um, use the really positive, open culture of the company, but taking to the next level in empowering the people that worked in my team and around me. Now, I, I think you make some very good points, and, and I think the summary on that subject area is creating a culture that has a sense of togetherness, um, which. I think you will agree has been essential to you guys getting through this and now 
thriving. When you start any company, we have a saying here in the UK, Thierry, that um, when you do anything new, you need to come in and learn the ropes. Um, so that's picking up the culture, how people operate, the products, um, the systems involved in the background. Um, and that involves a lot of note taking and a lot of time. How did you balance the two of actually onboarding into a new business, but also leading immediately? You know, Joe, I was um, uh, I wasn't new to the uh, to the business, um, and I knew uh, the company since a long times. They have a, a very strong reputation uh, in in the market, so I already had um, a lot of you know great contact with them. So the culture was not so different; it's just much more agile and and quick in responding to market opportunities. So whatever I was doing before, I had it you know to do it much faster now. Um, and with a much more uh, agile, you know, decision-making process. So really, I didn't find that um, um, complicated. Um, and so it, it, I think this is a really good topic. Um, everybody speak about that, you know, famous resilience. What I love about that company that we know where we have the right to win. Uh, and when everything falls apart, just like in the pandemic, right, it was really, really important for us um, and for, you know, to invest all of our energy and myself, right, in this company in building that authentic relationship, I can say, uh, with my team and my colleagues and my management, um, so that I could, you know, set up the, the foundations for being su successful short and long term with my team. And so for me, Joe, it's really about uh, being authentic, um, provide the directions to the organizations about what you think will provide uh, the quick wins versus the uh, the long-term uh, success. No, it's interesting. I think what comes down to that a lot, and we've talked about this a, a few times, Thierry, is not having an agenda for your meetings and to allow them a little bit more time when required to keep them free-flowing. One, to enable everybody to actually have their say and uh, give ideas and their opinions. But also one thing that, you, is quite important to you is to make sure that nobody leaves that meeting with separate interpretations of what's been said. Um, how important has that been and how easy was that to implement across the rest of the team? As soon as you define what are the priorities, um, people will start to understand what they do on a day-to-day -day and, and how it relates to the overall objectives. So that what you said is exactly true, right? You should never leave that uh, sort of important meetings when you discussed um, key project variables um, with different opinions and interpretation about you know, who need to deliver what. So yes, I'm much more now into um, uh, setting up those relaxed environment for people to um, freely share their opinions about um, how they think we can do better and improve in areas. Um, it's, it, it has to be, at the end of the day, uh, in those meetings, that common understanding of the problem and then the follow-up action plan and timeline. So we use a standard project management tools to help us stay on track. And it's, it's a lot of communication. During those periods, I would say no one was really afraid about the over-communication. Um, it works for some, less for others, but it's something that we keep on uh, high on the agenda. If I can see that, Joe. No, it's interesting because I, 
the, the next topic that I want to discuss to Ari is, is the actual people that are involved in, in your journey, um, in the whole, um, quote unquote, starting a job in a pandemic. But there's, there's one word that you use a lot, um, and you live by it. Um, and it's the, the word resilience. How resilient was the team when you first came in? Um, and are you surprised at how much resilience the team has showed over the last 12 months? The team was um, extremely solid, extremely competent. Um, and I would say that resilience was already part of the, uh, of the culture there. But what I really want to, uh, to discuss um, um, right away is the, um, that relationship building, because that was really a challenge um, uh, for me. Um, if you start a, a new job in a new company in a, in a normal time, right, if we can say that anymore, uh, you, you don't really need to invest uh, so hard, try so hard to build those relationships, right, with your colleague, because you're going to meet them at, at a conference room, isn't it? You're going to discuss um, important, you know, project potentially uh, at the kitchen or cafeteria. Uh, of course, these things are very different at the moment. And so we still work from home uh, until that, you know, current restrictions in our private life will apply to our workplace. So my experience has been very positive, but I won't lie if I can say that if I don't say if I had high, but also lows, like anyone really. Um, again, I was very fortunate um, that the company I'm in now has a true open culture. So everybody is very sensitive and open for feedback. Um, everyone is encouraged to speak up. Um, it took, of course, more time with some departments than others, but we made ourselves available. I think that's a key word here is make yourself available and visible, visible, E more emails, more chats, videos um, or for our meetings. Uh, we do it all the time. Uh, um, and so that's something that now, you know, is really standards and help us to crack on um, some, some, some projects much more faster than others. We, we want to believe. Uh, we also had some fun along the way because it's been hard for, uh, for everyone, right? I'm very fortunate to be located near Paris, actually near Versailles with, um, with a green outdoor. Uh, it's not the same for everyone. So we had to be extremely conscious about the mental health of our team. And so thinking about it, we had some remote uh, quiz, sport challenges. So again, like I said, we tried to have some fun along the way, right? So it's been very interesting as a, as a journey, um, obviously not just for me, but for all of us in, uh, in, in that time. Yeah, I mean, again, you, you talked a lot there about keeping people engaged, um, then making sure that everyone's available, whether that's through video or, or even audio where possible. Is that how you see the replacement for the, the relationships that are built in maybe the kitchens at work or at the, at the coffee stand or when grabbing um, a drink at the water cooler? Um, is that your way of replacing that? And, and to make sure that, you're having fun on the way. I think it's really important because fun is at the heart of everything, um, whether that's work or, or separately. If you're not having fun and enjoying it, then there's probably no point in doing it, I suppose. Absolutely. 
very right. Um, it is not a replacement for me. Nothing will replace the, uh, the, the personal contact and I strive for it. And definitely um, this kind of manager that really um, loves to be in touch with, uh, with his team, with customers. That's one of the reasons why I've been traveling so much over the last uh, 20 years. And frankly speaking, I'm eager to travel back and, and see my team in person and the rest of the, uh, of, the, um, of the company really. So it is not a replacement, but I would say um, it's, it's this kind of new hybrid model that uh, we have to deal with. And it has some positive, you have to take the positive of that, right? It can be much more effective you also have um, a lot of flexibility in that model, to be honest, right? We all learn that, um, but it's something that will never replace for me that the um, being around with people, because personally, this is what gives me all the energy that I have, is being with people. And I've tried to do that differently, virtually, uh, but still I'm striving for um, getting together with my team. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna play hard when we see each other again. Absolutely. I mean, just just going by the job that you guys are doing when you're not together, I can only imagine what it's going to be like when you guys are back together. But in just touching on having fun, I know that you you like to play tennis and and do some gardening in your spare time. Is has it have you found it easier to balance that side while the time that you would generally spend traveling? Because I know that you spent a lot of your career traveling to area. Um, is the time where you'd be sat on a plane or driving in the car is, are you managing to spend more time doing what you love? Absolutely. Yes. Um, you know that I'm very fortunate to have a large, um, family and, um, um, I'm, I'm really, um, I've been traveling so much that I'm missing my family. Right. So that's, that's one of the positive of, uh, of being in one place, but certainly everything is in one place. And times become the only cursor, the only differences, right? Not space anymore. So you're you're no longer at work, at home. For many of us, it's it's is at home, and home becomes everything. It's very confusing, actually. It was confusing for me um, because uh, we've usually um, uh, you know used to have that kind of routine where we would fragment our personal and professional lives as you would leave um, home and go to the office or the airports. That was me for the last 20 years. So what I can say that I enjoy much more of my passions, my family, my daily routine has changed and for the better. Uh, one of the things that um, when I was thinking about it, um, Cherry, how do you do that separation, right? Because that is important. So I'm fortunate to have uh, a home office but I still um, need to do that separation between my family, my personal hobbies, I have several of them, and, and my work, um, not just you know, one time a week like I used to do, right, when I was traveling, uh, but probably 10 or even 20 times a week these days, right? The good thing about being in that situation these days is that I can finish a project, a meeting, and just a minute after, I can check out my life partners, my kid, my garden, as you see. Uh, that, you know, for me, this is the kind of amazing flexibility um, that's, that I'm benefiting in my, my family as well, my friends. Um, obviously, it doesn't come without any challenge. I have young kids. Um, and when they're young, they just don't understand 
that when you're at home, you're not available for them. You have professional obligations, so you have to deal with that. Yeah, and how how I know we've, we've I know we've talked a lot about how you and the team at work have have dealt with these changes, but you mentioned something very interesting. There is your kids with now having their dad around more but you obviously have the obligations. How was it for them to adapt to you being there, but not being there fully at times while you're working? It's, you know, kids uh, can adapt much quicker than adults. So uh, although it wasn't easy every day, we had um, to have uh, sometimes some sort of crisis management conversations with the kids and my wife. Um, so we called for great negotiation skills um, but at the end of the day, um, we realized that, um, yes, we get together much more often. We have these little conversations in between two doors that we could not have had before because I was simply away. And so I know much more about my family uh, than I knew before, basically. Right? So uh, I think we've developed different and stronger relationship altogether. And so that was really, at the end, a benefit for, uh, for all of us. And you mentioned there that relationships outside of work have become stronger. There seems to be a running theme here, Thierry. When you're able to have more time, is, is that allowing you to take a step back and analyze the situation? If, and, and we can apply this to work and, and personal life. Is having the time to actually analyze a situation, is that what you're putting down to as a big factor in being able to make better decisions? I've been always doing that. Uh, for me, that is important. I love people, but there are some times you need just to be alone and think through complex projects. I used to do that when I was traveling. Um, and clearly what I'm doing now is because I live in that greener um, you know, environment, green environments, um, it became so important for me. I can just go outside for 10 minutes walks that help me to that, you know, take that step back for, from those important decisions at work. Uh, when there is so much going on, it's, it's getting very difficult um, to balance the priorities. So I almost feel, Joe, that my environment is another success partner for me. On the whole, then, we've talked about a lot of challenges and a lot of good things that have come out of this as well. Do you feel like this has made you a better, well-rounded person than if there wasn't a pandemic? Definitely, I am. Uh, I would say I learned to manage my impatience uh, from time to time um, on, on some projects. Uh, so in that sense, um, the whole situation has made me better um, and a better leader. Uh, so I'm listening even more than before. Um, on feedbacks, um, improvement suggestions from the team. Um, that's that really what I can say uh, here and I want to share, right? Um, you know, stop being afraid of taking a risk. Uh, evaluate them. Um, you have the chance um, really to do it. Just do it. And if, you know, if this, whatever you're thinking, right, change can work for you, for example, um, and they're aligned with your personal values, just go for it, right? You meet great people and, and learn something new all the time. Uh, that's really what I want to share um, today as well. Fantastic. I, I don't think there's going to be a better place for us to end there is you're forever a positive person, Thierry. Um, and to end, end on there is 
um, a note for telling people to just go for it? What is the worst that's going to happen? I think that's testament to you as a, as a person, as a character. We obviously have a relationship that's ongoing. Um, so I just want to thank you for your time today as well. Well, thank you. Thank you, Joe, for having me um, in your podcast series. Uh, it's been really a pleasure. And the, um, what, what, what I can add to what I just said uh, that was really important for me to share today is that um, you have to have that self-confidence. Uh, if you have that self-confidence, um, you can then engage uh, people uh, around you, rally people around your project. Uh, and this is what really uh, most of your you know, colleagues will expect from, from you as a leader, as an example, or just as a person that listens to them. So that, that I think was, um, and is a very good um, final word for me. Fantastic. Really appreciate your time, Thierry. It's been great speaking. Hello, and welcome to CM Conversations. I'm today's host, Joe Bacali. My role here at CM Life Science is to specialize in the recruitment for the scientific instrumentation and food science markets across the globe. In this episode of CM Conversations, I talk to Thierry Fai, Marketing Director at Schauenberg Analytics, made up of Marks International and Sebsolves Analytical. In my conversation with Thierry, we discussed what it's really like starting a new job during a pandemic and about how he adapted his leadership style to help his team thrive throughout such challenging times. Whether it's yourself who is starting a new job or you would just like to have a better understanding of what the leaders at your business might actually be going through, I think there is something for everyone to take from this. So here it is. I hope you enjoy listening. <laughs>